and welcome back to the second ever episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. On this week's episode, we're going to be discussing our top six things for going back to the gym. Just like to say thank you to anyone that listened to the first episode. It is very much appreciated and hopefully we can grow through this second episode and moving forward. As always, I've got my lovely co-host, Matt. Welcome, Matt. Thank you very much, Joe. Hope you're doing well this time. Thanks for asking this time. How are you today on this glorious day? Yeah, I'm good. I did a, had a night shift last night, so I'm a bit, bit tired, but you know, it's a new day, new challenge. Looking forward to next week as well. It's T-minus six days till we, uh, till we open. Can't wait. Cannot wait Gym, to go back to the gym's open. Good vibes all around. Well, let's stop. Let's stop messing around. Let's get straight in to the first point. And so the first point that we've got is talking about not comparing yourself or yourself from now to where you were pre-lockdown. So you might have had a certain level of fitness or a certain level of strength. Obviously, pre-lockdown, you've now not been training for three months. Is it three months? Yeah, it's three months. So three months. So don't be expecting to be in the same position you were three months ago to where you are now would you agree with that point Matt yeah I think it's going to be a um an interesting one for people because obviously your fitness levels might have gone down a lot of people when they start running and different times of cardio that sort of side is going to be improved but in terms of strength unless you do have equipment which obviously the start of the pandemic was impossible to get because they were sold out every online. It's kind of if you've got stuff, obviously there's endless live classes for bodyweight classes. I've taught a few myself. I know you have. Um, so it's funding a burpee. I think someone once said. Um, but yeah, you kind of get ready to think, oh cracker, this weight does feel heavy. They haven't added weight to the weight, and then just kind of build into it slow don't expect to be able to go straight back to what you're lifting if not more build up again it's kind of almost like you're a newbie a little bit again so don't load up the bench press with 100 kilos because you could do that pre-lockdown and expect to get the same amount of reps your strength won't be the same it will come back and i definitely found working with clients after the first lockdown that people's strength came back quite quick and they didn't lose too much but it's because throughout each session we were making sure that we didn't go crazy and just assume they were as strong as they were or as fit as they were pre-lockdown so I think you've made some good points there and it's just making sure that you are you've got no expectations for what you're doing when you step foot back into the gym just a quick question for you Matt on that do you prefer burpees or walkouts Neither really. Um, <laughs> I, I think they're. Uh, I would prefer to do a burpee, but like like a good press up. Um, hamstrings always quite tight as well, so walkouts are a funny one. But I, I can't I, say. I agree with you. I'm not going to say I like burpees, but read between the lines on that one. I think there's only one person I know that I work with at beach down actually enjoys burpees and even then just everyone's a bit a bit shocked and a bit confused why but yeah it's funny i think that they lead that leads into quite well it's my point next question type thing so in terms of people coming back to the gym 
starting off a bit more simple. So, obviously, if you're brand new to the gym, kind of going through equipment, or if you've got if you've got the ability to have a coach with you, whether it's a PT or whatever, or you just follow stuff online, start simple would be the best advice I'd give for anyone that's new to the gym. If you're someone that's returning, obviously go light to start with. Get used to the movement again. Again, focus on that kind of muscle connection, feeling the muscle group you should do. So if you're doing a squat and suddenly your shoulders are killing you, you need to quickly rethink it and think, what the hell am I doing? Um, but start simple. I don't know about you, but I know you kind of enjoy kind of going through weights. But going through machines, if you are a newbie, to get a bit of form and get a bit of strength to start with. And I guess on that as well, it, it's doing the things that you're comfortable with. It's almost for the first few weeks, you're you're allowed to revert back to that a typical bro split and doing the exercises you enjoy, whether that be a chest press, a bench press, shoulder press, pull-ups, lap pull all the ones that you enjoy. I think it's quite important to get yourself back in and just get yourself moving. As Matt's saying mm-hmm. there, it's, yeah, keep, keeping it simple. Keeping it simple for now. Don't overcomplicate it. I've been talking to someone a bit as they're fairly nervous to go back to the gym and they're trying to work out the best program to do when they go back. I think what I've been trying to get them to understand is that it's just just get exercising again, just get moving, keep the exercises simple. As you're saying, if you fancy doing a bit of machines because you feel confident doing those, great. If you want to use dumbbells because you feel confident doing doing those, great. But don't be going in doing these crazy, crazy workouts because you're not going to be anywhere near the standard you were pre-lockdown. No, I think you can kind of, obviously, in terms of when gyms can reopen, I know we can do outdoor classes and we're going to be teaching outdoor spin. And Like, I know myself, but you won't kind of, it goes back to the first bit. You're going to struggle a little bit. So if you have the, if you can do classes at your gym or wherever you train, um, I would kind of say go for them as well. That would be brilliant. Um, Just for the sake of kind of trying new stuff or, having someone look at your form while you're doing stuff, even if you're not focused on that, because I've seen a class is a bit of a different environment compared to one-to-one, but going through exercises and asking people as well. Like, don't be afraid to ask, even just messaging me or Joe to be honest. Like, if you need any help with anything, we're always here. But yeah. I guess this, this would be a good time to plug our personal training services. So if you're looking for a PT in Andover, feel free to drop me a message at Joe Bastin Personal Training. Or if you're looking for a personal trainer in Badenstoke, then give Matt a message who operates out of Beach Standby. I think point number two flows in quite nicely to our third point, which is be prepared to ache the next day. You've had a lot of time mm. off from the gym. You will hurt when you go. Whatever you do, it's going to hurt the next day and it's probably going to hurt the day after that as well. I don't know if you can remember, Matt, but I can remember the first time I did a really really intense i think it was a bicep session actually i went through a phase of doing weird uh like gym splits and one of them just left me on a bicep day and i physically couldn't put my backpack on my back at college because my bicep ached so much from doing the session that that kind of pain there i think is going to be the same when you go back into the gym after this three months off you are going to hurt the next day I think I think I had a similar when I first went to the gym. I kind of started, as you as you know, started enjoying training chest a bit. So then I saw where I saw the numbers kind of 
going up, I was, I was, I was learning quite frequently, probably not training as smart as I should have now I look at it. Um, but you learn from stuff. But yeah, definitely, it's almost, think of yourself as going back to the gym. Again, you're a bit of a new, you, it's almost like everyone's a bit of a newbie. So you think over the last two years, gyms have been shut for however long it's, it sucks and it is what it is. But you, you're going to be sore. So when you plan to go back to the gym, I think planning is going to be key with this as well. I don't know about your thoughts, but kind of thinking, oh, okay, no, I was going four or five times a week last time. I might go two or three times the first few weeks, get used to it a bit and then build up. Because otherwise, if you knack yourself out the first two days and then beat yourself off a little bit because you've not done that third, fourth gym session, you're going to kind of run yourself to the ground a bit. So just to start I off. personally won't be beating myself up in the gym so that's that might be a weird thing you do <laughs> in terms of if you kind of you know if you if you're really sore and you're struggling to do a gym session you kind of like oh i used to be able to do this it goes back to what you said at the start is plan plan when you go back to the gym so you are ready and you do get the best out of it and you're not thinking oh i used to be able to do that oh now i can't or all that sort of stuff I think quickly, I just want to backtrack a little bit and, and really make sure you're thrown under the bus. Your chest workout at college, or your <laughs> only workout at college, just correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, consisted of a dumbbell chest press, yeah, a chest fly, oh, yeah, and then I think it was I think it was biceps, and that was that's all you did every time you went to the gym. Am I right in saying that? There's a bit of, bit of incline in there and a bit of decline. Maybe maybe a bit of bench when I got used to it. But it was, um, I think because, I, I think I kind of, where I saw the numbers going up, I kind of just stuck with it and I just enjoyed it. And you get to the point where you see the numbers start plateauing a bit and you've got to mix it up. But yeah, I think kind of back in college when I was learning about all the gym stuff, I was uh, look back at it and laugh a little bit about how I trained and kind of what I do now compared to it. So it's a funny one. Uh, yeah I think one good thing that's the next point is I put like having a gym buddy so whether it's an it's the other half it's a good friend or just someone you almost know not too well but you want to train together finding someone to train with when you go back might help keep you more kind of you can keep keep each other accountable as well like same as us in this podcast is I think if one of us did it on our own, it might not last long or we might not have as much, but we're kind of keeping each other accountable and you enjoy as well when you do something with people, whether it's training or even just going for a walk or having that person to do something with and you can kind of learn from each other and embrace it as well. I don't know about you, obviously it rolls into PT as well, having your kind of PT train you, but I don't know if, what about you, are you looking forward to training with people or... I, I think you're spot on there, Matt. And I think that having the training buddy has multiple different avenues you can go down. I think one, you raised a good point, and it's that accountability and having that someone to make sure that you're going. And I think for the first few weeks of going back to the gym, motivation won't be an issue for people because people haven't exercised for three months. So I think mm. a lot of people will be very eager to go back to the gym. But I think once you get to maybe a month in, that motivation starts to drop off having someone that can keep you accountable in for those sessions that you might, might not want to go to 
I think is a very good tool to have. It might be as well that you're nervous about going to the gym. So having someone to go with you, almost to make it a little easier. If you're both nervous, that's easier than just one of you being nervous. Or you might know someone that is a bit more confident in the gym. It doesn't have to be a personal trainer necessarily. It might just be a friend. Well, in that case, you can reach out to them and say, can I start going to the gym with you? Um, if they're a decent person, I'm sure they'd say yes. And I'm sure they, they take you kind of under their wing and let you do a bit of training with them. But it's, as you said, I think it's the accountability, having someone with a bit more knowledge doesn't necessarily have to be a personal trainer. Obviously, I would advocate the benefits of personal training. 21, having someone to kind of guide you and make sure you're not going to be doing things stupid. But even if not, as Matt said before, you can reach out to either one of us and ask for any help. But I think having someone to, to be there with you will make the process a lot easier. Mm. Going back to something you said just then, actually, I was kind of thinking the other day and I sent my behalf. When the gym's open, it's kind of like, you know, you get the start of the new year and you get kind of the new year, new me, that sort of stuff. I kind of wonder whether it's going to be similar. So I wonder whether the end of April people do start thinking it's it's they might feel it's more normal and then drop off a little bit or whether it's just going to give people such a big kick and kind of get back to doing stuff that it's just going to spur on that bit longer because you know it's starting the new year it's always the gym's absolutely rammed and by mid-February it's quiet again or quieter so I think it'd be interesting kind of how people approach them, how people approach gyms opening as well. I'm sure I know loads of my clients are looking forward to getting back and so am I. And yeah, so I think the motivation will definitely be high, like you said. And obviously something simple as I'm sure a lot of people are ordering stuff online. Something simple as maybe treating yourself to a new gym outfit. When you get a new gym top, you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to try it on, try it out. But obviously clothes is something important you don't want to go and flip-flops and a vest probably not the best gym outfit so it's planning that sort of stuff as well wherever it's sounds sounds simple but what's your opinion on kind of people wearing i don't know let's say a type of shoe in the gym what's your kind of opinion on that so i think when it comes to gym clothes there's two well i said you've got your gym clothes and i think it's good to wear correct gym clothes don't be that guy that wears jeans in in the gym or sliders don't be that guy either i mean i've done that but don't don't be that guy i think probably correct footwear is more important i did a post on this recently a lot of people have got running trainers and that's fine for most lifts but if you're going for something like a heavier lift like a squat or a deadlift or maybe a lunge that soft sole shoe doesn't offer much support so you Mm. could bring something like a, a van or a converse type shoe anything which is a flat sole shoe which is going to offer a bit more stability for your foot when you're going for those bigger lifts so i think having the correct footwear is going to be really important i'm going to link that background actually to what matt was bringing up in point four is it having something to keep yourself accountable to and what i was listening to this morning the guy was saying if you're trying to build a routine it's helpful to have something by you to almost reinforce that routine so if you're you're going to go to the gym first thing in the morning put your gym clothes by your bed not necessarily on the bed, that would be weird, but by the bed with your, with, with your gym shoes. Get, get your stuff ready the night before to make it easier for you to to go to the gym. Hmm. What, so you said, obviously, you said about having a kind of a flat sole and that sort of stuff. What's your opinion of people not wearing shoes? Like just kind of doing some squats, some socks, something like that, or 
just con- well, maybe not barefoot because I can't say that's a nice sense in the gym. But what's your opinion on that then? If someone d- didn't have a pair of Vans or Converse, and they just want to just wear, you know, just socks instead of trainers. What's my personal opinion on that? Uh, would you? Would I you recommend? I wouldn't recommend that. I'd recommend buying some flat sole shoes, just because it keeps the foot almost together a little bit. There's there's mixed reviews on it because you can buy these horrible, horrible looking shoes. I'm sorry if anyone owns a pair, but horrible looking shoes that just go on around the foot, but they have individual toes. Oh yeah, one shoe. Do you know the thing I mean? Yeah, they're, like I think they're called fight. Yeah, that that type of thing and. They have a, a good place in the market, but please don't ever buy them. I would rather just see your socks than see that. I think that there's mixed reviews on wearing your shoes, not wearing shoes. Someone was trying to tell me about the pressure it puts through your foot, but I, I don't quite buy into that. I think if you've not got any flat sole shoes like your Vans or Converse, then definitely go barefoot throughout if you feel like that's going to help you a little bit more. However, if you get yourself down to Sports Direct, you can get a, a cheap flat. Wait, is Sports Direct open yet? When Sports Direct is open, get yourself down to Sports Direct and you can get yourself a very cheap pair of shoes, which I think would be a very good investment I think, for I you think, and your, your lifting. I think shop, shops open as well, for it's, it's like gyms, uh, obviously outdoor restaurants. And one thing, this is completely off gym related, but I'm sure loads of people look forward to being able to go and sit in a beer garden. Like, as of Monday, was the, if the weather kind of picks up as such, like it's not like last year was lovely, but yeah, it's the uh, definitely a, a big thing for everyone. I'm sure as of Monday, as of twelve, it's a as a lockdown's lifted a bit more. It's gonna be a big kind of motivation, potentially for people to start going to the gym if they haven't before, because one of their mates is is going or is recommended to come with them so it'll be uh, interesting what happens which does bring us on to the last point i don't know how long we've done this for already it's fine by um but just enjoy it like whether you're new to gym or you're returning just enjoy giving yourself a challenge like if you're going to be sore embrace that part which is not not the most fun but it shows you've worked um, not every time you won't be sore after every session you do you might be a little bit but don't expect it that you're sore every day but just enjoy enjoy going back to the gym enjoy seeing people obviously look after yourself and plan is my kind of thing plan to prepare so you're ready to get back you don't want to say again Monday morning oh crap I was going to train today uh, I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it in a day after just get ready and kind of get back into a swing obviously seeing people is going to be a big thing whether it's friends family the gym that sort of thing is going to be nice but I don't know what's your opinion on enjoying training or are you kind of very sergeant and very like strict for training I I love training I'm, I'm really looking forward to go back I think we've kind of hinted on it throughout most of the points we've said but it, it does come down to enjoyment if you've not got a specific goal as in if you were going to run a marathon, yeah, you might have to train like you would do to run a marathon. But I imagine a lot of people, their goal is now just to get in, get active, feel better about themselves, feel healthier, I think. And that can be done in multiple different ways. 
I know for me, my, my training has definitely changed over the years, gone from more heavy lifting to maybe a bit lighter lifting, but more, more cardio in there. And every, every style I've done, I've enjoyed. I think when I go back to the gym now, it would definitely be a mixed approach. Again, mm. doing all the things I like. So if I like heavy deadlifts, great. I'll throw some of those in. If I want to do some work on the ski, I've got to throw that in. It's not, not to say I won't be structured, but I think I'll definitely be putting things into my training that I've enjoyed doing because ultimately I want to keep myself going back and going back and going back. And I see a lot of issues with PTs and they, they might put their clients through sessions they don't necessarily like. And the PTs approach as well. I'm the PT, so I know what's best. Whereas I take the view, you can achieve the same outcome through doing something the client enjoys. Yes, they might have to do a squat, but if they don't like barbell squats, you've got multiple different variations you can give someone and still achieve the same outcome. So as much as I think I'm going off on a bit of a tangent with, with personal trainers, but if a PT is saying we have to do this, there's, you should know there's other ways of doing things and you may you might not enjoy what the PT has for you. We'll say that. And if they're a good PT, they'll be able to work something else into your training plan without just saying, I'm the PT, I know what's best. Apologies, Matt, if you do that in your training sessions. <laughs> no, 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 I feel the exact same way. I think nowadays it's... You do see some people doing almost their training sessions, their PT does as well. I know we're going off at a tangent, but you need you need to enjoy training to do it. Like there's a kind of a saying I heard once where if you get put a frog in warm water and slowly heat it up, it won't jump out straight away. But if you put it in boiling water, it's going to peg it. So in terms of training, when you are making training harder for yourself, take your time, build it up, enjoy the process as well. So whether it's losing weight, whether it's changing your body composition or obviously fitting into your new clothes, so you might think, oh, I had this years ago and it's, it's a bit tight now. Oh, it's a bit loose, it feels good. Or you might think to yourself, oh, I've always wanted to do a pull-up. I can now do two. Find little goals as well. So go into the gym thinking, I would quite like to achieve this. If I don't, it's not the end of the world. But what can I do? What can I challenge you gotta challenge yourself if you can think i'm gonna stay on this weight i'm gonna do this this running machine every day it might get a bit boring so it's good to go because it'll still be a routine but yeah enjoy it and kind of set yourself a little challenge obviously if you've got a coach or a training partner you can bounce that off each other and you might obviously the male testosterone you might say oh he's listed this well i've got to do that but just enjoy it, kind of give yourself a challenge. I'm sure you do it with your clients where you might say, oh, last week you did this. You didn't even realise, but you did heavier. You probably feel the same. And, and, you, and you enjoyed it. So you didn't think, oh, crikey, I've got the big weight today, or whatever it is. So setting a challenge to enjoy, I think is quite important as well. Something you mentioned there, actually, which, funnily enough, I said to my girlfriend last night was about, you were saying as much as the the like the end goal is good, you want to enjoy the process a lot more. And a good analogy of that is instead of saying, saying to yourself you're going to climb to the top of a mountain, just say you're going to climb a mountain and you've put no, that way you put no definitive end on what you're doing. You can enjoy the process from start to wherever the finish may be. If you set off and you're going to climb a mountain or you want to climb to the top of a mountain and you don't get there, you see that as a failure. Whereas if you say, I'm just going to climb a mountain, but you set no end goal, if you get to the top or not, it's almost irrelevant. You enjoy the process of what you're doing. I'm not saying that you shouldn't set goals. I think that goals are 
a really good way to keep yourself motivated and almost bought into what you're doing. And I think that would be a, a good idea for another podcast episode. But enjoy the process as much as the end goal. Yes, you might want to look good for the summer, but if you can enjoy the process and what you're doing, it will come not only easier, but you'll feel a lot happier when, when doing it. And it will keep you coming back for more time and time again. Uh, yeah, 100%. I think there's a it's a very different way to approach it. But the, the process is always, always important. I kind of think of it. So say, obviously, as of Monday, you can go out for a meal. If, if I said to you, you're going to go out for a Monday, Monday, Monday evening, go for a meal. You're going to get eat loads of food. You're going to think, oh, lovely. What am I going to eat? You don't go to a restaurant thinking, I can't wait to walk out of there feeling like I've eaten, eaten all of it. And I can go to sleep in a food coma. You look forward to thinking, oh, I might have that. Or it's a completely different approach to it. But you don't go into a cinema thinking, I can't wait to walk out and chat chat about the movie. You think, I can't wait to watch the movie, get myself into it, you know, see what happens. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to the gym. I'm looking for the end goal. It's enjoy it as it goes along. Like you, you can learn and you might meet new people. So... Yeah, enjoy the process, I would think, is always key. Because otherwise, you'll stop. And then you think, ah, oh, uh, don't go as much or I'm, you know, don't feel as healthy as I used to be. Because you've lost what you were doing. So a lot of people, like a few of my clients do, obviously, a session with me and they just do classes. Because they enjoy having kind of a bit of a group environment. Some people like training their own. Some people like training with someone. There's fine, fine what works for you, whether that's a morning. I don't know about you, Joe, but I don't know if you're a 6 a.m. training person or you're more of an evening person. Find what you enjoy and what works best for you. Obviously, your routine, going back to work, or if you've been working this whole time, you have to work around it. But you got to find what's going to work best for you. I, I agree. So, so, Matt, before we finish up, what are the top three things you're looking forward to the most about going back to the gym? One, I think the most important thing, and I've said it to um, my colleagues and the, the guy who owns the town as well, because obviously I've been going in a little bit and doing some pairing to, to open. It's just seeing people in the team, seeing people in the club, seeing kind of getting, getting a good atmosphere. So at the moment, the club's completely empty bit of a ghost town. It's a bit sad to see. Obviously, you might have seen the same uh, fever, fever. Um, but seeing people in, seeing a bit of an atmosphere, seeing people enjoy it and all that sort of stuff. My second one, I'm looking forward to training myself. Um, obviously, I'm missing out on that. I'm doing mainly body weight now, but I'm looking forward to giving myself a good little challenge, maybe try some new things. Might try a bit more CrossFit. Might give it a little go. So it looks interesting. Maybe not all of it, but just a few of the more Olympic lifts and that sort of stuff. Uh, number three. Oh, I don't know. What would my number three be? I think my number three point for looking forward to coming back to the gym, probably PTing. I love what I do. I, and I always think if you see your job as a job, you're, you're doing the wrong thing. If you see it as a hobby, you see it as something you just do. Is a good way to approach it as well. So they would be my top three. What about you? I think number one would be what, what you finished off with, just getting back in and in, in working, seeing clients face-to-face and doing what I, I love to do. I've, I've missed the face-to-face element 
of training. Obviously, we've done mm-hmm. sessions online, but they're they're nowhere near as well, good so- as is in the yeah. in the flesh. So I think definitely getting back in, seeing people. I know that the mood was very high after the first lockdown. So I'm hoping it's going to be the same when we return this coming week. I think second point would be just being in a, in a gym environment with with people around it. As you said, being in a gym where no one's around is one thing, but being in that environment, whether you're training or working or just having a coffee, being in that environment. Um, I've said it on my my Instagram before. The gym I work at, Fivo, especially in the summer months, the atmosphere is very, very good. Shutter doors open, there's music playing, everyone's in a good mood. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I think my third one would just be being able to drink five coffees in one day and it be considered normal. <laughs> uh, the, the issue we've got at work is if someone buys a coffee, but you buy someone else a coffee, they then feel the need to buy you a coffee back in that same day so if i buy three coffees i'm then owed two coffees throughout that day if i've had one in the morning already and then i might go out at lunch and have one like five and at home that was frowned upon to be drinking five coffees in one day so i've died it right, right back down to one um, but i think once once we're back i'll probably be drinking copious amounts of coffee again and it will be considered normal i think that's kind of uh, that's almost a bit of a niche let me say kind of last week that's a bit of a niche isn't it like you go to the gym, you enjoy having a bit of a laugh, seeing people training, what sort of stuff, you're having a coffee, like whether that's the kickstart of your day to think, okay, I'm going to smash this day, I've got my clients, I'm having my coffee, day's starting off well, the sun's out. So I think it's, um, I think it definitely as soon as kind of the 12 does happen, it's going to be a big lift. And a lot of people are going to kind of definitely be happier. I know I'm, it cannot come any sooner, it cannot come quicker. But, yeah, have you got any points to finish on? I know you also have the three questions, but you'd like to kind of say we're hoping um, the next podcast, we've actually got our first guest on as well. I think we'll leave that as a bit of a surprise. Yeah. In terms of who it is. I was just hitting it. Whatever is that. But, yeah, we've got someone coming on to the next podcast. So um, make sure you have a listen to that one as well. Appreciate any feedback so far. Like I've had a few people actually said they quite enjoyed it, which is really nice to hear because me and Joe just kind of started this to just have a chat, really. So the fact that people may benefit from it is good. What about you? Any finishing words? No, I was just going to quickly run through our, our six points again to make sure if people have forgotten them already, we can go through them briefly now. So number one, don't compare yourself to pre-lockdown. Number two, make sure you're starting simple in your sessions. Number three, be prepared that you're going to ache the next day. Number four, make sure you've got a gym buddy or someone that can hold you accountable. Number five, get your gym kit ready for you to help build that routine. And number six, which I say is the most salient of them all, is just enjoy the sessions. Enjoy it. Remember why you loved it. And... Any closing remarks for you, Matt, or should we wrap it up there? I think we'll wrap up there. Um, thank you, anyone. Thank you, anyone that listens to it. I think me and Joe do appreciate the feedback we've got so far. And yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed. Obviously, any questions, message us. Um, or just drop a review or anything. Any questions about any of the points we've gone through, ask us. But yeah, I think kind of bring on the 12th, bring on Jim's opening, and it'll be tomorrow. 
when we upload it the day after, it'll be tomorrow when this all happens. So, yeah, I'm excited. Very excited for it. I think, as Matt said, if we can just help one person through any of this, then I see that as success. Even if one person benefits from just one of the points, then I see that as a good thing, and hopefully we can build from there. Perfect. But that's the show. If you made it this far, thanks for listening, and we will see you all very soon. Bye, Matt. Uh, bye, bye, Jay. Bye, guys.